Welcome to Good Health, brought to you by Good Shepherd Healthcare System in the KOHU studio. I'm Caitlin, the host for Good Health. And for today's program, we have hematologist and oncologist, Dr. Stephen Iacoboni. Dr. Iacoboni has been practicing at Good Shepherd Cancer Center for several years now. Dr. Iacoboni, thank you for joining us this morning and sharing information about hematology and oncology and our amazing Cancer Center care team. Well, uh, Caitlin, thank you very much for having me here today, and uh, it's great to be here. Yes. So tell us where you're originally from and how you came to the Hermiston community. What really attracted you to Good Shepherd Healthcare System? Well, uh, let's just say I'm from Walla Walla, although they have a past that goes before that. <laughs> so uh, I have to admit I was born and raised in California when things were different down there and went to medical school there, but I haven't been back there practicing since 85, and I came from there to Walla Walla in 85. Uh, I founded the cancer center at St. Mary's Cancer, uh, St. Mary Hospital in Walla Walla in 89. Uh, it was the first regional cancer center in the entire um, southwestern part of the state, and even in those days, I was coming to Hermiston for tumor boards once a month uh, because Hermiston didn't have a cancer center, nor did uh, Tri-Cities at the time. Um, I, uh, I responded to uh, opportunities to uh, uh, explore other um, avenues in oncology because over the decades, which have now been four, uh, oncology evolved and certain hospitals uh, were ahead of the curve. And so I went up to Coeur d'Alene. Uh, they had a new cancer center that they needed a director for, and I was there. <coughs> for 10 years. Um, then I came back to Kennewick and started the uh, cancer center at Kennewick General, which is now TRIOS. Um, at that point in my life, uh, it was sort of time to retire, and uh, I decided to um, uh, travel a little bit, and I was doing locums around the country. Uh, locums meaning that you go somewhere uh, uh, and and, and cover a practice while someone is on maternity leave or leaves a practice unexpectedly and they need somebody. And I got to go to Colorado. I got to go to the Badlands of um, North Dakota. Uh, I spent a summer in Las Vegas, which was pretty exciting, actually. <laughs> um, and then uh, I be developed a yearning for coming back uh, to the region. <clears throat> and uh, lo and behold, Good Shepherd had decided that they wanted to have their own cancer program. Uh, which was exciting for me because uh, I've always loved Hermiston, and uh, uh, I responded to the um, the request for um, <clears throat> application and interviewed, and uh, here I am. Wow. And so you mentioned four decades. Um, <clears throat> and how long have you been at Good Shepherd so far? Well, I'm uh, coming on my three-year anniversary, and uh seems like... Uh, the time has flown by really fast. Uh, it's been really exciting because we started a brand new program. And that's really been my forte. <clears throat> when I came to Walla Walla uh, in 86, uh, they had no oncologist in the entire region, and I started a whole new program there. Uh, the same thing in Coeur d'Alene had oncologists, and they were leaving because at the time Coeur d'Alene was sort of um, not thriving, and they needed help, and I resurrected their cancer program. Uh, and the same thing with Kennewick, had no cancer program at Kennewick General, which is now TRIOS, and started that there. And so the opportunity to <clears throat> uh, 
start from the ground up and train nurses and staff uh, and develop a, a new program with, in an underserved area, community, has always attracted me. It's been my forte. I've been very successful at it, and we've been very successful here at Good Shepherd. It's really been uh, a fantastic experience. Yes, and it truly amazes me. Um, whenever Good Shepherd mentions your name, it seems there's quite a following in the community already that remember you, that have worked with you when you were at Walla Walla. And it's just so inspiring to see how you have touched those folks' lives and made such a positive impact. <clears throat> well, I really appreciate that. And it is funny, just yesterday, I met a patient whose wife I treated in Walla Walla uh, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. And uh, that happens um, uh, about once a month. I see somebody whose family member I took care of uh, in Walla Walla. You know, it's a, it's a close-knit region. People may move around between um, the three counties uh, in the inland northwest. But, um, you know, it's such a great place to live uh, between Pendleton and... Um, Hermiston and Tri-Cities and Walla Walla. And so, um, uh, like yesterday, it was just fantastic to see this person who had stage 4 cancer 20 years ago, and she's in remission and cured, and it's great to to see uh, the effect of your work. And I always praise God for his mercy in uh, helping me to be able to do that. Fantastic. I'm sure that that happens a lot. Um, and... Can you tell us, um, have you practiced at larger cancer centers prior to now? Well, I have. In fact, I was a junior professor at MD Anderson in Houston, which uh, some people believe is the biggest, greatest, best cancer center in the whole world. Uh, I trained there. I did my fellowship there. I joined the staff. And um, to be quite honest, um, the way that they practiced was not the way I wanted to practice. Um, you know, big is better in some ways, but not always. Uh, you can get your best meal at a very small French restaurant with 10 tables compared to going to a chain. And uh, MD Anderson's forte is research and um, <clears throat> uh, educating uh, young oncologists and publishing papers. Uh, but I love being at the bedside uh, with the patient and their family. And as a professor there, I was discouraged from doing that because I was supposed to be doing research and writing papers. And that's, of course, how the science progresses, but it wasn't where my heart was. And so um, I actually went from there to, uh, to Walla Walla. It was a big change, but um, I've been happy, very happy and fulfilled doing uh, what God has called me to do, which is to care directly for cancer patients. And, you know, uh, the thing about a small place like uh, Good Shepherd is you see the same doctor all the time. You're not seeing people who are on shifts or um, putting in their eight hours before they leave uh, to go somewhere else. Uh, The continuity of care in something as complicated and emotional and dramatic as cancer is extremely important because we have to make life and death decisions that are not always based on medicine. They're based on hope and faith and uh, the wishes of everyone involved. And um, there's no protocol for that. There are no guidelines for that. It's something you learn by being immersed in uh, cancer care for uh, almost half a century. And that's just what I love doing. 
So uh, maybe you could break down a little bit what exactly is hematology and oncology and the difference? Well, hematology is actually quite different. Uh, hematology is just disorders of the blood. So um, we do see a lot of people with low iron and low B12, low B12 anemia, a failure of the bone marrow, acquiring transfusions, um, that sort of thing. Uh, the reason hematology is attached to oncology is actually uh, historic. Um, hematology is really an internal medicine specialty, but before there even was medical oncology back in the 60s, um, there was leukemia, when well, it's still leukemia, but oncology had its uh, birth when hematologists treat pe treated people with leukemia. And so hematologists were the first people to actually handle these dangerous drugs. And so um, uh, mostly people who gave chemotherapy, chemotherapy were hematologists, and then uh, oncology grew up slowly over the 70s and the 80s, uh, but the two have been married ever since, and um, there's no reason to get divorced. We're still in love with each other, so. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, oncology, of course, is the care, can, treatment of cancer, um, like lung, prostate, breast, bladder, brain, pancreas, and so on. So, Dr. Iacoboni, what is the scope of care that you provide at Good Shepherd Cancer Center? Well, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked. Uh, we take care of, I would say, 99% of all cancers in adults. Um, there are just a few rare cancers uh, that occur maybe in one in 100,000 in the population, uh, and those rare cancers happen to be also extremely difficult to treat. I'm talking about leuke acute leukemia. We take care of chronic leukemia very easily. Acute leukemia um, is one thing that we send out, but almost every other cancer in every age group over the age of 18, we take care of. That would include um, throat cancer, brain cancer, thyroid cancer, lung cancer, breast cancer, colon cancer, stomach cancer, esophagus cancer, liver cancer, and so on. So um, the state of the art of the practice of oncology is refined to the point where you don't need as much infrastructure to take care of a patient. You need surgeons, you need radiology, you need lab, you need pharmacy, and you need a good oncologist with a, with a well-trained team of nurses, and we have all that. Uh, and I have to say that um, I've known Good Shepherd since 1986, and I've never seen it uh, performing at such a level as it is now uh, with the new young doctors and the new infrastructure they've invested uh, in the hospital and the surgery and the radiology and the new equipment. Um, it's as good as practicing anywhere, and I'm really enjoying it. Well, I would certainly trust your experience, you know, with 40 years. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen a lot. So um, how have your patients been doing at Good Shepherd in comparison to those you have treated at larger cancer centers? Well, that's a great question also. And, of course, uh, one of the things about oncology, about cancer care, is it is somewhat discretionary, meaning if you... <clears throat> 
fall off a ladder and break your elbow, uh, you're just going to go to the local emergency room. Or if you have chest pain, you're going to go to the closest place and um, uh, see what they can do for you, get stabilized at least. But if you find a lump in your breast or a spot on your lung or are bleeding from your colon and someone says you have cancer, you get to go home and think about it and where you're going to go. Now, before we were here, of course, most people would go to either Pendleton or Tri-Cities because those were the places that were available. Um, but um, the fact is that um, uh, one of the great things about being here and why everyone is so excited is that we're able to provide really great care uh, right here. Uh, and the analogy I like to use is uh, like saying, you're, how do you take care, deal with the fact that you're hungry? Uh, you could go to McDonald's and buy a double cheese for five bucks with, a, with fries and you'd be full. Or you could go somewhere where they saute the veal with uh, Asiago cheese and uh, eat the same amount of calories and have a different experience. Um, it's not hard to imagine that taking care of an adult in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s with advanced cancer is a little more complicated than cooking veal or frying a burger. And what the difference, of course, is, is the personal attention you take to little details. And um, we pride ourselves in doing that. And I really believe that our patients do um, extremely well. And I would compare our results to any cancer center. Uh, we have patients with stage 4 cancer that are uh, in remission for long term. Uh, we don't have anyone who's... Um, uh, not getting uh, fantastic results. And so um, um, I would stake my reputation uh, on the claim that uh, the patients under my care at Good Shepherd get the best possible outcome uh, available. Uh, of course, there are no guarantees in oncology. Uh, COVID made cancer care complicated. Uh, but we had actually... <laughs> almost no uh, complications from COVID because of how careful we were uh, during that very difficult time. Uh, and so um, actually I think our results um, are as good or better than anywhere else you can go. If you are just joining us, this is Good Health, sponsored by Good Shepherd Healthcare System. With me today is Dr. Stephen Iacoboni, oncologist and hematologist at Good Shepherd Cancer Center in Hermiston. If you have any questions for Dr. Iacoboni, we welcome those and ask that you please message us on Facebook and we will get back to you. So we were just touching on quality cancer care patients can receive right here in Hermiston. Explain why you think that care close to home has a positive impact on the patient and their families. Well, uh, that's a great question, and um, it's an easy one. Uh, the other options, of course, are down the road a bit, uh, and uh, at least part of the year, uh, the weather ain't so great. But whether it's good weather or bad, um, commuting for more than five or ten minutes to your doctor's office um, is tedious. And the process of cancer care is actually uh, different than other illnesses because it is, uh, it takes a while. It takes three to six months to properly treat a cancer patient. And that means regular visits over that period of time. 
Uh, if you have a heart attack and you have a blocked artery, you can go anywhere, uh, get admitted, and they can dilate your artery in 20 minutes, and you go home, and that's the end of it. Uh, cancer care is uh, a very slow peeling of the onion, and that just happens to be the nature of the beast. The other thing that's very, very important is we are extremely responsive. So I would say ev almost every single day, we have patients who aren't on my schedule who call up and say, I need to see you today. Something's going on. And we see them. Now, I've worked in lots of cancer centers around the country and the ones we previously mentioned. And I would venture to say that it's rare that you could call your oncologist, your specialist, and be seen the same day. Usually you have to go to urgent care. You have to sit in the ER. Uh, you have to make an appointment for two weeks. Cancer care can't wait and the patients can't wait. And the fact that you can drive down 11th or 10th uh, or the 395 and drop in to see my team or myself um, at any time is crucial. And we put out the fire before it, get, it gets out of control, and we save lives that way. And so having your care close um, is literally a lifesaver, and uh, it, it really is hard to beat. Well, and that makes me think of the fact that the cancer center is within a hospital setting. Can you talk about the benefits of that and the support per, uh, the support services available? I sure can. And in fact, um, the other cancer centers in the region are actually not in a hospital. I think most people are aware of that. Uh, it's crucial because um, if you come to see me and you're critically ill, uh, and a lot of the people who live here are so hardy and so self-reliant that sometimes they wait until things have gotten a little further along uh, medically and they come to see me and I can get an x-ray in five minutes, I can get blood drawn in five minutes, I can have a surgeon run up and take care of something right away. We're in the hospital. If you need to be in the hospital, you're, you, we can get you a bed. I can see you every day. You're right down the hall from my own office. And so we give coordinated care right here, uh, all in one place, extremely convenient, uh, and um, having all the uh, services in one building, indoors, in good weather and bad, is really, really great for the patients. I couldn't agree more, and, and not to mention just the excellent technology available at Good Shepherd, which you did touch on before. Um, I had a question about how you see cancer care evolving in the future. Where do you see it going? Well, <laughs> that's a great one because uh, a long time ago we thought we had um, all we could do, but it's sort of like automobiles and spaceships they keep, and cell phones. They keep coming out with a new model, and so... Uh, I'm constantly reading the literature because there are new drugs every week, uh, and cancer is evolving into something we call immune therapy, something that people have been searching for, the holy grail of oncology, for 50 years. We now have um, access to some of that so that, you know, in the past, if you had cancer, you took out a knife and you cut it out, or you uh, burned it with radiation, or you poisoned it with chemotherapy. But now uh, we use immune therapy, which doesn't have hardly any side effects, and basically switches on the immune system uh, to kill the cancer. And so we have uh, 
people in their 80s walking in, getting their immune system therapy, walking out with their cancer melting away. It is fantastic. You know, part of the reason why I still love getting up in the morning and uh, practicing is because it's still exciting. It's still innovative. And I want to be a part of the future of oncology. And um, uh, we're just going to keep going with it. And I think that's where the future is. Absolutely. Um, so I wanted to switch gears here and ask, what are some of the things you enjoy doing outside of the important work you do? Actually, one of the reasons why I moved to this part of the country was because I enjoy the outdoors and uh, I enjoy mild weather. Uh, and so um, I'm a hunter and a fisherman and a camper. Uh, uh, I hike, I ride my dogs. Um, I also... Um, since I'm a little older and I can't spend 12 hours a day on the trail. <laughs> My other uh, vocation is uh, writing. Uh, I have published two books, uh, and uh, they have to do with death and dying and uh, faith that helps patients through their cancer journey. Uh, and so it is uh, a big part of um, my mission as an oncologist to heal the whole patient. Dr. Iacoboni, something else I thought of is just with doing a couple patient testimonials over the last few years, um, a common theme I hear of from the patients that have had outstanding care um, have said, Dr. Iacoboni truly cares about me as a person. They've said things like, Dr. Iacoboni sits and sings with me during my appointments, things like that. Can you tell us about that? You know, when I was uh, young, uh, I used to watch a lot of movies, and I was so uh, offended by the whole thing about lepers wearing a bell around their neck so that if they were coming close, everyone ran away. And it's not often said, but having a diagnosis of stage 4 cancer uh, makes a person feel like their life um, is almost over and uh, they aren't really invited to participate much anymore because they're old news. Um, this is a subtle thing, but it's quite real. And so part of uh, the way that I approach oncology is to make sure the patient understands that they are still involved in the vibrancy of life, that we're going to take care of their cancer with the medicine. But that's still something they're waiting to find out about. Um, but I tell jokes, and I sing songs, and I, um, uh, we laugh, and we have a good time. And um, it's so therapeutic because the patient feels like they're part of life again. They're not ostracized. They're not set aside. Uh, they're just they're not waiting for the hourglass to empty. Uh, we're going to get rid of the cancer. They're going to go on living, and they're going to laugh their way through it or sing their way through it. And there's just no other way to, uh, there's no better way to do that. Um, keeping in mind that every day of our lives is a miracle given to us by God, and no one knows their lifespan. And so no matter what the circumstances are, if you look at the brave people in Florida who are working through that disaster, they are on their feet and working because life 
calls you to face what comes along and embrace it. And that's what we do in our in our clinic. Absolutely. And I truly appreciate the level that you go to to connect with your patients and care for the whole person. That is so um, inspiring. And uh, I guess, is there anything else you'd like to share with our community while we have you here? Well, uh, I guess I would just say that I've been here for three years and I've met so many wonderful people. And uh, it's so great to see Hermiston coming of age. Uh, the um, housing market is strong. The uh, job market is strong. It's a place to be. Uh, we're looking forward to um, uh, uh, expanding the cancer center, expanding services even more. Uh, and, uh, um, you know, I, I ride my bike at night uh, in the park because that's when I get off work. And I'm not afraid of any crime or anything like that. I feel so safe in this community, and it's just great to be in this community with everybody, and I, um, I'm so grateful to be here. It's time to wrap up Good Health today. I want to thank Dr. Stephen Yacoboni. He's our oncologist and hematologist at Good Shepherd Cancer Center. If you have any questions for Dr. Yacoboni or are looking for more information, you can always call 541-667-3615 or visit our website at www.gshealth.org. We also invite you to visit our Facebook page where we will post a podcast of today's interview with Dr. Yacoboni soon. This is Good Health brought to you by Good Shepherd Healthcare System in the KOHU studio. Thank you for joining us and be well.